Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Sage of DBZ, welcome back. Amelie0523, welcome to the live. Elry.del.arca. What's going on? A.Nunez. What up? Sage, right? First one in. A.Nunez. What up? Last one out. I like that. That's that's the key to success. That's how you get better. Um, what's up, guys? If you can hear me all right, give me some like Jesus hands or something like that. Give me some. Give me a couple of Jesus hands up in here. Uh, the one known as Anthony. Anthony. I know you always. You told me to just call you Anthony, but I kind of like. I kind of like your. The lead up to to that. The one known as. Uh, Oh, El Rey, yeah. There we go, Jesus hands. Shannon, what's going on? Emilio44, Emilio OG. Bradison, join the live. First, I don't care what others think, LOL. <laughs> That's what's up. What up, guys? As you're trickling in, hmm. As you're trickling in, let me know something you've learned. Something you've learned this week, Something. something new that you've learned, that you've recently become aware of. Yo, what up, Emilio? Um, what up, Buzzy? How's it going? A Ari Russo underscore eight. What's going on? It's going progress. That's how it's going. One step at a time. CJ Dolce, what's up? A underscore four official waves. BJM7 underscore joined in soccer.hs. What up, guys? Drop, come on, drop, drop in while we let some of our fellow MSLers into the live. What you've learned this past week? What's 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 new? What's new since last week? That's what's up. I learned that my sp uh, sprinting needs to be faster. I did hit. Uh, I did a hit session yesterday. Okay, that's interesting. Um, Carling Sports join. Welcome to the live, Carling. Um, C-Rix. C-Rix? C-R-I-E-C-K-S joined. I haven't seen you before. Carling Sports, yes. Thumbs up here. Josh Hora, 16. Guys, come on. The one known as Anthony is the only one who's told me what he's learned this week. I know. I know. You guys have learned many much lessons and insights over the last week cuz if not what you know what are we doing here what are we learning from the MSL uh, doctor told you not to play for a month that's unfortunate you've got a, a physical injury but you can always work on your mental strength in the meantime let's see i also learned that liverpool are definitely winning champions league there you go. I heard, I didn't watch the games, but I heard they were pretty epic in 
Liverpool had a massive comeback over Barcelona. Um, I had two games canceled this week. It's unfortunate. I'm Level Up Sports as well. Looking forward to working with you. Oh, that's what's up. High school, uh, school dot high school said to never give up. I like that. That came that that came due for you today. New York Red Bulls two fan fans. Oh, fan Zachary, what is up? What was I doing? I was coming here to look up something, guys, and I got distracted by the live because I wanted to pull something up to discuss. And what was that? What did I want to discuss? Oh, I wanted to see what episode we're on. That's what I wanted to do. The Football Addicts just joined. Welcome. Victor Garcia Alves. Uh, El Rey said, I'm guessing your lesson was to watch the was to watch Champions League. Yeah, maybe that could help. Um Okay, soccer said I quit my high school team because my coach messed up with me with my position as well as my knee, my knee issue. Hmm. Yo, what up, Mr. Mark Haynes, the champ? Y'all go make sure you follow Mark if you haven't already. He's working on some dope podcast content with some some heavy hitters in the NBA. I know we're here with the MLS players, but we also got that network, and our network be putting in that work. Shout out Mark. He's the homie. Um, did a couple things in the past. Mark, we got I got some I got some stuff we're brewing up over here that I'll that we'll need to connect on here soon. Um Yanzu Ten and Jeffrey Moody. Welcome. So let's see guys. Alright, so let me pull this up because I want to make sure. I've fallen behind. Well, not necessarily fallen behind. Hang it. Uh, a soccer pro. So, guys, welcome to the call. Welcome to the live. You know what it is. It is the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host, 11-year MLS veteran Quincy Marroquois, currently playing for DC United in Major League Soccer. And the Ask a Soccer Pro show is a show where you get to get any and all of your questions answered by me. The one and only, Quincy Marquois. And you know what it is. For most of you, you're joining. You guys are joining in regularly. And here on the Ask a Soccer Pro show, we talk about a little league we all are participating in called the MSL. Yes! I know I said I play in the MLS, but what we're really playing is MSL, and that is the Mental Strength League. What is that league? Well, you know, let me let me break it down for you, basically, what the league is. Oh, what the heck's going on? Yeah, I'm, guys, I'm not sure what is happening. Oh, okay, cool. Guys, so what is the Mental Strength League? What is it? Well, it is an ongoing game that I believe everyone is a conscious or unconscious participant. This philosophy and mindset 
is something I've developed and refined and implemented over the course of my life and what I attribute to finding success in my personal business team and other and other soccer endeavors, right? Resulting in the creation of the AmeriCorps process, a seven-step process that I refer to when tackling any endeavor or meeting new temporary obstacles. Because we don't call them problems, guys. We call them temporary obstacles because that's what they are. They're temporary things impeding our path, our path to success. And we are a community of individuals who help each other move those obstacles away. Typically, and most often, those issues that we are facing are mental blockage, right? And we uh, we work together to figure out ways to overcome that. So that's what that's what the Mental Strength League is, guys. And you just jumped into the Mental Strength Vortex. And if you're just joining in live for the first time or you haven't uh, been with us in the past, know that we do this every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST on the dot. And you can watch any and all previous Ask a Soccer Pro show live replays over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash AASP, which I'd very very much recommend those of you who join in regularly, listen to on your drives, um, you know, to work, when you're doing extra training, uh, when you're wanting to expand your mind, because the concepts we talk about are pretty high level concepts or deep concepts and um, repetition is key. And a lot of the stuff we, we talk about, we're building on over time. So if you're jumping in a little bit later on it, head on over to the first episodes and join us along this journey because I'm happy to have you. So guys, you know how it goes. You know how it works here. Or and if you don't, you'll quickly learn because those in the community are awesome and will help answer questions that we've, we, you know, we've spent a lot of time answering. But... Drop your questions in below and we can, we can rock, we can get this rocking. Let me see. The real Nino Brown said, my thigh, my thighs get tired real early in the game, but my heart doesn't. What can I do? You need to increase your stamina. Just like I needed to increase my hydration. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's stamina. Cardio, big. You probably need to do bike workouts, bike workouts with high, uh, with high resistance, so you can fatigue your quads faster and uh, build that up. Sightsy, <clears throat> yo, shout out my my road roommate Chris Sights just joined the live. I think Sights, you're. You're 13 or 14 in MLS. I think I think Sites is the only guy on the team who's got more MLS years than me. But you know we we come with that wisdom, aged like fine wines. Uh, Avery Ball said, "Come back to the Rapids so you can drop in for a core session again." Hey, you know, you never know. I've been back to, uh, I had a second stint with San Jose Earthquakes. Maybe I end up having a second stint with the Colorado Rapids. You never know. Let's see. <laughs> Anthony Chris Seitz is in here. We're not worthy. Hey, listen, he graced us with his presence. So I appreciate it. Uh, 13 years 
I got <laughs> Side so said uh he's got thirteen years. Um so he's he's got more than me, but but I've got more teams, and that is true. That is very true. It be Joseph, welcome to the live. Richard seventeen fifty eight, happy to have you. Amanda Barwari? I don't think I've seen you before. Welcome to the live. Um happy to have you a part of this MSL community. How much do you like Montreal on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, it's BB Joseph asks, how much do you like Montreal on a scale of 1 to 10? Hmm. So I would like to, I, for me, if you're saying overall, you're just putting everything together, pros and cons, I'd say it's a solid 8. I like Montreal a lot. The thing that knocked it down was, <clears throat> wouldn't be so much a knock on Montreal, it's just, I joined Montreal like towards the end of the year, so <clears throat> that's the first time. That's not the first time I was traded and moved, but that's the first time I was traded and moved with family. So that made it a bit difficult. And then because it was towards, it was the end of my contract year, and I'd be a free agent. I wasn't able to like get a place that we could like settle down in. So we were kind of like transient for a bit um, in the hotels, and then we were in um, a small apartment mainly because we didn't want to commit to a year-long lease when I could have only been there for like three or four months, which is eventually what ended up happening. So like, uh, I think Montreal would have had the potential to definitely be like a 9.5 or a 10 had that turned into like re-signing with them and being able to get more established. Because I think the city is the city's beautiful. I think the government does a great job of having um, like... Uh, I think because everything the, there's a lot more social programs out in out in Canada. The government does a lot more to like do a lot more like parks. There's a lot of kids centers. There's just there's just a lot of things that I think we're much more family friendly, um, which works for me now that I have a growing family. Right. So uh, let's see what we got here. But still, the our okay. Um, our beach drills good to do for soccer training. I've been beach in my hometown that I feel need to utilize. Yeah, I I know a lot of guys who get who do a lot of uh, off season training on the beach just because the sand gives you a different type of fitness. Um, I definitely think that that's great cross training, and changes it up because sometimes the monotony of doing things can make you not want to train, and we already know that. That is not an option. You can't not do that. Not if you want to, you know, make it far in the game and take this thing seriously. Um, Carling Sports, can you give some examples of how you personally train your mental toughness? How do you use losses and other things some might call failures to grow? I like that one. <clears throat> so let's break that down. Um, one way I personally train my mental toughness is is maintaining consistency even when I don't want to do something. So for any of you who have been following me for a while, you've probably seen me, you know, in my off season or just in general when I have to go do running. Um, I know I play soccer and it's a game where you're running anywhere from, you know, seven to 10 miles every single game, but there's probably not anything that I dislike doing more than running. Like, I feel like my body was just not designed for it and it's not necessarily or particularly fun but I almost like the fact that I hate it so much because it gives me an opportunity to completely 
um, overcome something I'm horrible at and something I don't want to do, yet I complete it every single day and I'm able to perform a job at the top level here in the States that requires me doing something that I dislike doing every single day. So in terms of developing mental toughness, that is a huge, huge thing that helps me do so. So some people may be like, okay, that's crazy. Why are you forcing yourself to do something you hate doing? Um, and that's because I, I'm a firm believer that if, if you train yourself to be able to do things that you hate and things that you don't necessarily have motivation to do, you're going to create opportunities for yourself to do the things that you love. So, for instance, you know, the, the work and the effort and the things I put into on a day-to-day -day is because I have goals that I want to achieve that are greater than myself. And this also ties into some examples of what I do to personally uh, for my mental toughness. If I've created a future version of myself that I want to become or I want to be able to have access to or say that I, I can participate in, um, and I have that image of what I want to be crystal clear and the things that I have to do in order to get there, in the short term, the pain, the sacrifice, the difficulties, the self-doubt, the, the negative emotions associated with um, building that up becomes motivation in itself to propel me to where I want to go. So um, let, me give, let me give an example. Um, let me give a concrete example uh, like what that is. So. Like I said, we're in the MSL, we're Mental Strength League. So, so really what that's, what that's breaking down is saying, how can I turn any perceived negative in the moment into a future positive or, 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 or present motivation that will project me to a future positive? So it almost is you're, you're mind tricking yourself into taking any negative state in this moment as personal motivation to get to where you want to go. So it's either it's either this person says I'm inc incapable of accomplishing something. So rather than having that negative emotion negatively reflect upon me to motivate me to not take action because I'm I feel bad about them their thoughts and how they're projecting them on me. I, I take that negative emotion and think of it in terms of, oh, how much sweeter will this be once you learn in the future that you're wrong? And what, more, what additional work do I need to put in now to guarantee that the future you is wrong? Even if you're currently right, you know? Um, most people are looking at who you are in this moment and because they believe that who you are in this moment isn't capable of getting to where you think or say you want to go, that that means you can't get there. And your thoughts, your mental strength, your mental perspective that you're taking in the moment is, I am willing to do the work that no one else is willing to do to get to where I want to be or go. And your negativity will help propel me to get there and your positivity and support will help also get me there because I won't want to let you down. 
So you're you're looking for win-win situations and how to turn a situation, no matter how positive or how negative, to a positive for yourself in terms of taking action to get to where you want to go. Um, that was a good. That was a good question. Um, how do you lose losses? Yeah. So it's all about perspective. And then, okay, the second part of the question was, how uh, do you use losses and other things some might call failures as growth? Um, failures are only failures if you give up. Um, failures, failures result in growth if you fail, self-reflect, and then learn something from that that you can apply in the future. So failure is necessary for growth. And most people are going through their whole lives trying to avoid failure for some reason. And that reason tends to be because you you care what people in the current environment, in the current moment, think about you. And that might be other people or what you think about yourself. Maybe you're unhappy with yourself. And because your current state is unhappy with yourself and your current state doesn't believe that you your future state can be anything other than who you are, you will self-sabotage because you will find reasons in your past and in your current present to justify why your future will be the same. And if you always believe that you can't be more than who you are now, it is impossible for that to not be true. So if you walk through the world with that mindset, with that worldview, the longer you live, the more experience you have that justifies your current state of mind which further makes you believe that you are right when you are not correct. I don't think I've explained it in that, from that perspective before. So hopefully that, that gives more insight as to um, people's false beliefs, how people can believe something that's not true but it's true from their perspective and in their experience, which further prevents them from ever becoming successful. Um, did uh, Jeff ask, did, did I have to learn French while I was in Montreal? I did not have to learn French while I was in Montreal. I think the government like mandated that every single place has to speak both French and English, which is good and bad. Good, because when you show up somewhere, you can kind of get into it bad um, in the sense that uh, you're not thrown in an environment where you just have to speak French, so it make it make it harder to learn. If uh, as opposed to like you're just thrown into a country where you don't speak the language and you gotta you gotta adapt. Um, Soccer HS said, "Should I start taking supplements? I'm just 16 and it's been one and a half months. I've been doing strength training, six plus months body weight training." Mm. I don't like giving specific like health advice. Um, I would say consult a specialist, so like a nutritionist um, or your uh, your athletic trainer, so they can work with you to create your own plan. Because I don't know what you are and aren't allowed to take, and more importantly, um, what's it called? I think NSF. I think that's the name of the company or the 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 organization that certifies supplementation to make sure it's not tainted with things that aren't supposed to be in there. So check out NSF to look up there for supplementation and then consult with a nutritionist to make sure that um, 
what you're taking is alignment with your body type, your sensitivities to, um, what do you call it, allergies or anything other. But I think, I think, I, I think supplementation isn't necessary because you can get all you can get all your nutritional needs from the food that you eat. Um, I don't think supplementation is does as much as people believe it does. But then again, I think a lot of it is placebo effect. So it does work, right? Because if you believe it works, it tends to work more. Um, but not to the extent that that just uh, not to the extent that it overcomes a lack of uh, or not to the extent that it overcomes poor diet. That's what I was searching for. Like it's not supplementation is in addition to it's not in replacement of. So I, I don't want you thinking that oh supplementation is going to solve my problems or I can just do this and now I don't have to do the other things. It's just it's just a you know, a, a cumulative thing. Let's see. Uh, Football's Addict said, hope to start to advertising Perfect Soccer. Hey, appreciate the support and joining the team. I know uh, Ryan, Ryan has been working to build out our marketing division, our sales division, and like our marketing department so we can get some of the promo material and content together, as well as in the next couple of weeks, I'll hopefully to put together some some marketing training to help you guys better learn how to promote not only our brand, but your own brands and just kind of build the community from the many, the many mistakes I have made over the course of my business building endeavors. Um, Emilio asks, is there one thing that a GM did that stood out to you? Preferably positive. <laughs> I like that. Preferably positive. Cause I can think of a bunch of negative things that general managers have done to me in the past. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can. Um, so, so, um, John Doyle was the general manager of San Jose, both when I first got drafted there in 2009 and eventually when I ended up coming back in 2015, yeah, 2015, um, a, a, a very positive thing with John Doyle was during our, so I'm my own representing agent and I was negotiating my own deal that year for the 2016 season and beyond. And, um, I liked how he operated and went about um, discussing and negotiating the deal. I, I believe he was very, um, I believe he's very straightforward and honest, which um, is is vastly valuable and underappreciated. Like a lot of people think that the game is backstabbing and lying and sneaking to cut corners to try to take advantage in some capacity. That's a way to operate and it works in the short term. Don't get me wrong. Like, that works. Being a backstabber and a terrible person is is a it does work um, in the short term. the the problem The problem arises if is if people who do who are honest and do the right things stick around long enough. If the backstabbers and the terrible people aren't able to get rid of the honest people um, using their tactics, then they lose and they lose big time, especially in the future. So that kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier. With, um, you know, I could say, let's say 11 years ago when I'm starting out, I can be like, oh, I'm surrounded by a lot of people who I believe are dishonest and are looking to take advantage of all the people around us because they are unaware of how things work. Hmm. Well, I'm projecting myself 10 years from now. I know I'll still be here 
and I, and I know I will do and learn what it takes to continue to be here. And I will teach as many people along the way how to value themselves, how to uh, take control of their current situation and their future and build a community of individuals who help each other excel so that we can more quickly learn who does not have our best interest in mind and who is trying to take advantage of our current ignorance. And um, I believe that process is just speeding up now because we are able to so much more easily share information amongst each other through social channels just like this one. So, um, yeah, that is, that, there you go. Um, Emilio, uh, does that answer your question? I don't want to, I, I might have tailored off there, but yeah, I, I just appreciated um, his honesty. Because at the end of the day, especially at the professional level, guys, um, and, and any level, when you're going through the rakes in life and soccer, there are going to be many times where you don't agree with the decision that the other party has or is making on your behalf, right? Um, sometimes you're right and they're wrong. Um, sometimes they're right and you're wrong. But what's most important is, especially from the player's perspective, usually the decisions, the, the decision makers have the influence and have the final say on which decision they, they go with, and you have to deal with that decision, and you have to figure out how to navigate with, with that knowledge. And you're looking for, and I'll always say that, win-win scenarios where you can present your value and the value you believe you provide with the principles, philosophies, and goals of the counterparty, or not the counterparty, because you guys are supposed to be on the same team, right? But um, the other party. And the difficulty at times is, you know, you can run into is when the other party does not value you or does not agree with you or does not want you to be successful. There's, that's going to happen a whole lot. And um, your ability to learn how to deal with that and use that to become better um, or and improve yourself is the only thing that you can really control. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-Pro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. And the quicker you're able to assess the situation and know where you stand with the counterparty, right, or with the other party, um, the faster and more efficient you can be with making decisions that are in your best interest. And sometimes that's moving on. Sometimes that's, uh, you know, gritting your teeth and working through a difficult situation. Um, but staying true to the principle of believing that, you know, doing the right things, being honest, and um, focusing on you over a long enough period of time will yield you the greatest positive results, right? So maybe the first couple years of the league, for me, of my time in the league, because I made a lot of mistakes. Um, obviously, I'm very <clears throat> idealistic and optimistic 
and I'm willing and always have been willing to share what I think with everyone around me and whenever they're asking. And I've talked about this in the past. That's not necessarily the greatest strategy in the short term uh, in professional sports because it is a highly competitive environment where a lot of people do not, uh, and, and to a degree, you know, there's only one position, right? Let's say you're talking about a goalkeeper. There's only one spot available there. So like it is to the benefit of the guy who's starting to not share with you information that may help you become better than him and take his spot, right? So these, those are a lot of dynamics and that's all the positions on the field. So I do understand why some guys don't want to do that because they feel like that's the part, this game isn't meant to share. This game is, is a cutthroat and you know, um, it's me or you kill or be killed. But you know, when I'm coming in, I'm going, I don't think it has to be, I don't have to play that way. And the reason why I was choosing not to play that way was, was because the way in which I was approaching my soccer career was saying, look, I think soccer is going to be a hugely popular sport in America in 10 years. I think it's going to be on the, the rise. And I think that, um, you know, being here and being a good person and connecting with people and being as helpful and providing as much value as, as possible along my time here will get me, will get the future version of me the will 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 align with the future version of myself I would like to be. And if in the short term people will take advantage of that, they will think I'm stupid, they think what I'm doing is dumb, um, they don't support what I'm doing and they maybe, you know, uh, have negative things to say about me or try to impede my ability to to work my way up through the system along the way. So be it. But all they are doing is exposing to me who they are because I know I will figure out a way to overcome. And uh, that won't bode well for them in the future. Right? So, like, you know, if there's an individual who was screwing me over in 2010 and was being extremely unfair and disrespectful and lying to me along the way, and now we're 10 years later and... Uh, there are people who are asking for my recommendation or asking my thoughts of working with that individual. Well, that's not going to bode too well for them. So it's playing the long-term game, guys, not the short-term. Win the war, not, you know, uh, yeah. Lose the battle, win the war. Yeah, of course, Emilio. Um, I like that question. That was a really good question. Let's see... What do we got here? Sorry, guys. You know I fall behind sometimes. Coach Joe, welcome. Happy to have you. Coley uh, Gilo? Gilo? What it is? It is a good day. Let's see what we've got over here. I know I... Um, I had... Um, Asked if any individuals had some questions over on my personal account before the live got started. So let me pull some of those up. Ask a soccer pro. And I want to know what episode we're on. Oh, that's why. 
Google Drive. Let me see. BP6 Elite, welcome. Uh, Avery asks, is meeting with a sports psychologist implemented at the MLS level? Um, not with any organizations that I've been a part of, but I do. I have heard that since I left the San Jose Earthquakes, they do have um, some type of mental psychologist or something like that for the, the organization. Um, and I want to say, I many of my teammates have said that, you know, their teams overseas have had that, but not too many. I honestly, <clears throat> I think mental health, mental strength is is a huge component and factor to the success of organizations. And I think as people are going to become more and more aware, this is going to be if this is going to be a an industry that there's going to be a lot more interest in a lot more support of and a lot more studying into. So I feel like we're on the forefront of mental of mental strength training, especially its application in sport. So welcome to the journey, guys, because I think we're I think the things we talk about are going to be common common knowledge in like five years. But in five in the lead up in the five years, we're ahead of the curve. So how are we going to apply this knowledge and these resources and this information to uh, position ourselves for when it becomes mainstream? Uh, yeah, of course, Carly, uh, of course, Carlene Sports. I, I, um, thanks for the question. What is your daily routine like? Uh, said, what is your daily routine like? So I give you, I'm up. I'm up in the morning, then I'm responding to and getting to emails, um, getting things organized for the day, but mainly getting back to client stuff and emails in the morning. Um, then then I'll have a quick breakfast, play with my son, speak to my wife about you know the client work and stuff that we had the day before. Then I'll drive to training. I drive to training. I'll be going through, I'll be listening to some podcast or or having some client calls or conference calls on my way to the stadium. I'll get to the stadium. I'll do my I'll do my routine. I'll get myself together. I'll get ready for training. Um, we'll go out. We'll train. Then post training, I'll do my post routine, recovery routine, um, body maintenance, all that kind of stuff. Then lunch. Then Drive home, on the drive home, more conference calls, going through any content and stuff that I have that needs to get there. Um, get home, get home, see my son, play with my son, speak to my wife about the work that she did and our client stuff again. So we're up to date and up to speed on that. And then depending on the day, so let's say on, on Mondays, um, I'll then do more work, follow up on everything else then I'll have my I'll have a our team leaders meeting for perfect soccer so our team leaders meeting so we'll all meet we'll have our meeting for there to recap the week before um, get on the same page with that then we'll have our team meeting with all members of the perfect soccer team um, and then we'll game plan for the week, overcome any issues or problems or obstacles that we've ran into the week before, make sure we're on the same page with everything, and then we're, we're good to go with that. Then from there, 
um, I'll download and upload all of that content. So we're making sure that we're keeping that organized. And then I will get to work on the little thing that I was needing to work on in that particular time. And then that's usually, that's usually every single, that's every single day. And then, so we're not doing the team leaders and team meetings, but then I'll have individual meetings with everybody on different days during the week. And then I'll have um, calls with different people consulting with and working with on the business side of things. So um, since I just spoke with Ladon today, we've been, uh, my, he's my friend from college, but um, we've been working, he's been working on his application. We, we partnered on that like a year and a half ago. I've been consulting with him and working with him. We just had a call today where we're discussing closing a, closing a decent deal that we've been working on for a while. So I'm, I'm proud of him and happy what's going on with that. And then um, most recently working with my other friend, EJ. So a lot of stuff, guys. Um, so we talk a lot about mental strength, but a big part of all of this over time has been uh, learning to implement and execute time management and increase my productivity per hour. So those things, that system right now that that's kind of been put in place has been what I have worked my way to. What I had to do maybe six, seven, eight years ago before it was much more higher and tailored to kind of establishing yourself, learning what you need to do, how you need to do it, how to implement it. Um, and then putting even more hours of work in in terms of like just personally learning and growing and understanding what it is that I need and what I don't need and how things work. And now at this point, it's been execute, execution on the team that I've been, that I've been building over the last couple of years. So as you can tell, our network is growing like the football addicts are joining in to start promoting the brand. Um, we've been growing our influencer work and our team of individuals. So now it's really, we're in a growth phase. So you guys know the seven step process, self uh, honesty, self initiative, self accountability, the three S's of awareness. Um, then you've got um, oriented, right? Growth mindset, growth oriented. We've been implementing the three steps of self awareness for the last with our team, obviously for a long time, but now on a team level for maybe two years now. So we're reprimed ourselves for that for growth. And I feel that's the phase we're in. Um, and we're, we're starting to cultivate all of the, all the seeds we've been planting over years. So it's been, it's, it's exciting. It's kind of the, you know, the, the beginning of the hockey. Uh, Soccer.hs asks, what do you believe? Fake it till you make it or crucial honesty? honesty there's no faking it till you make it if you think about it, in the world of social media most people are unaware that most of all the information content and things they see has been curated to sell them a lie because it's to the benefit of the individual or not to of obviously it's to the benefit of the individual but it is to serve the agenda of the individual and if the individual or entity or company or whatever does not have your best interest as number one on the priority list. And I'm gonna be honest with you, that's most, if not all over time, either it will never work for you. So you'll never see, you'll, you'll always think that you won't know why things aren't working. 
let me let me back up and re explain or get more clarity with what I'm trying to say is if the information you are making decisions on is not honest information if it is not the truth or at least as close to the truth as possible or with the intention of being true that's more specific right then you are you are set up for failure but we did talk about earlier that failure is necessary for growth okay so what's most important is is understanding how you're going about making decisions and why you made the decision that you did and what information you use to make that decision. So let's let's come with an example or, or think of something. So let's say the decision you have to make is, if I, am I gonna turn right or am I gonna turn left? Simple decision, right or left. Well, and you don't know, you don't know where right will take you and you don't know where left will take you. But what you know you wanna, but your goal is, you want to end up in a place that's better than where you're starting. So let's say that's the goal. We're starting here. We're about to make a decision to go right or left. And our goal, our future goal, the future outcome we'd like is for where we end up to be better than where we currently are. Well, when you're creating your game plan, your strategy, right? You're, you're running through the possible outcomes and simulations in your mind. You're projecting what you believe going right will result and what going left will result in. So let's say going, we believe that going right is the right way and we think that that will, that will result in us having, let's use money as an example or instead of playtime so it's more relevant to everybody. So let's say I have zero dollars here and if I go right, I'm projecting that I think by going right, making the decision going right, will result in me having a hundred dollars, which is more money than I have now. So that is a net positive. And I believe that going left will result and me losing $100. So that is something that I don't want to have, right? So before I make my decision of going right and going left, let's say I go do some research. And we've talked about it a lot. You want to learn from the mistakes of others. I'm going to say, hey, I think other people have turned right and turned left in the past. Let me go speak to them to see what they have to say about which direction they went why they went that direction, and if it resulted in what I believe it will result in. Got it? So so let's say I go to um, Bob, and I'm asking Bob, hey Bob, I'm, you know, I'm putting together my plan, I'm deciding between going right and going left. I know that you went, I know that you say you had experience going right or left before. Which way did you go and why? And Bob, and this is where I'm this is why I'm building this up so you can understand the scenario of social media. So on social media, Bob's been promoting and showing you pictures about how he's made $100, about all the decisions that he's made, about you know, all the great abilities he has in making decisions. So you don't have really much more information other, and you trust Bob enough to go like, okay, Bob, what do you think? And Bob goes, oh, uh, left for sure. Left because this is how it works. This is how it goes together, da, 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 da. So Bob is giving you information. You believe it is honest information. 
information of Bob. And maybe Bob even believes that that's honest information that he's given to you. So you take his information, and based on that, <clears throat> you turn left. You go left, and going left results in you losing $100, <coughs> which is not where you want it to be, right? But you now have the ability, because you knew, you knew what plan you made to turn right or turn left, you knew who you spoke to to get information for why you want to turn right or turn left, You understood what the goal was in going about doing that. You now have tangible results and you see that the result was it didn't result you in what you thought it would and and um, yeah, it didn't result in what you what you thought it would result in. So now you have a new, now you can reformulate where you're starting from. Now you can go, okay, one, did Bob lie to me? That's a possible, that's a possibility tell me the truth, but I did something wrong. Uh, yeah, did I do something wrong? Um, go. Did Bob lie to me? Did I do something incorrectly? Right? So then you can reassess. And now you can go back to Bob and say, hey, listen, I worked on this and I did that. Maybe Bob can give you more information. Maybe Bob goes like, oh, yeah, you only go left after you go first. I thought you understood that for instance, or you learn that Bob never went left and never went right. He's just knew that he could sell you an idea or he made money by just giving you an answer because, because that's his game is just to take a piece from you, right? Scamming you. But in any case, you are better for it because one, you now understand, you come to a decision, you decide if Bob is someone who you, who gives honest information and if he's someone that you value enough in your network to continue to work with again in the future, someone you can collaborate with, right? It also gives you experience because you see the result of taking action on information. And you know for yourself that going left doesn't work. So let's say you learn that in this scenario, Bob was just telling you to do something he's never done himself because no one's been able to, no one's ever, he always tells people to go left, but People come and give him $5 to tell him which direction to go. And Bob has learned that most people just ask for advice, but they never take their own advice. So I'm, I'm building through this, <laughs> this scenario on the fly. So hopefully this lets you know how, my, how I think about things and how I work through things um, to better help you the process. So this is the process, this is literally the process I go through in projecting future outcomes and trying to determine and create a strategy and plan for the decision I'm gonna make in the moment, okay? So now I'm looking now I start self-reflecting. They're like, hmm. Talk to Bob, and Bob truly believes that turning left will result in the outcome that I want. Why would Bob truly believe this? And then I can think more, and I'm going like, oh, Bob's business is to sell people information. And he has learned, in my deductive reasoning, to justify and understand his worldview in this moment in time, is he's realized that 99% of people who ask for advice to turn left or turn right, never take the advice, but they'll pay for it. So they give him $5, Bob just says, yeah, turn left. So this would be people, so this would be a perfect example of individuals who've never played pro, but are telling you and teaching you what it takes to go pro, right? There's a lot of people who are out here telling you how to do things that they haven't done for themselves, which for me is kind of, I'm not saying that you have to go pro to know how to go pro. 
But chances are, if you're someone who's teaching others how to go pro and you didn't go pro yourself, you're probably referencing pros and what pros have said to give information to other people. And so at the end of the day, you have to go to the source to get the best, most honest and accurate information. And the person who's giving you information, maybe they haven't done it themselves, but they're getting their information from the source. So for me, I'm going, I would rather just go to the source to get information because that allows for the least amount of misinterpretation, middlemen that aren't necessary, and people who are putting in place blockers or curving information in a manner that allows them to be relevant or valued in the current in the current system because you don't understand how it works. So let's say Bob had learned that he'd never turn left or turn right, but he realized people would pay him $5 for telling him to go left or go right. And because Bob's hasn't done it before, he collects his $5. He tells you, yeah, turn left. That's the way to go. You are the one in 99 who actually turns left and you realize I just lost $100. This didn't work. I'm talking to Bob. Bob now is like, oh, well, you know, uh, I do, maybe he's lying and bringing a bunch of different reasons. Oh, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. So maybe you do those other things that Bob says. What does that do? That gives you more experience. So you learn more and more about what Bob does when you come to him with experience he doesn't have. And you realize that, oh, he's going to make up more lies and do different things to maintain his worldview and his system. Once you've mapped that and you understand that, now you can start going to individuals that Bob has spoken to, or those people start to come to you and you'll say, hey, listen, I've gone left and every time I go left, I lose $100. But every time I go right, I make $100, right? So now that's valuable information, information that you can give for free if you want, or you could charge for that information. It just depends on the model and the business that you want to create around that or the network of individuals that you want to build with and grow with. As you guys can see, and this is cool because this ties into basically what we've been doing here with Perfect Soccer. There are fundamental truths to this game, fundamental truths to this business, and there are fundamental truths to what it takes to be, be successful. And it, they are hard truths, and sometimes you don't want to hear it, and sometimes it means you suck and you're wrong in current moments, and other times it means other people suck and they're wrong, but it still is unfair for you. Those are all truths. And your ability to handle, take the truth and create a plan around those truths or those lies, so the truth could be that it's a lie, so then how are you going to adjust, adapt, and benefit from that? Or help those around you benefit from that? And for me, is what I'm saying. No fake it till you make it. No. If you don't know, you don't know. That's valuable information, right? Like, if you don't know something, and I ask you, there's two ways you can look at it. Um, I talked to one of my teammates about this today, so this is good as well, too. So let's say I, um, this was the example I thought of and came up with. So let's say um, I designed... I designed this book cover. So let's say I designed this book cover. But you don't know that I designed this book cover. You don't know that. I just, I'm, I'm standing next to you and I go like, and I pick up, and you think I just pick a random book. And I'm like, oh man, you know, what do you think of this book cover? Right? Like, what do you think of it? And you go, man, that book cover is garbage, man. That book cover is ugly. I don't like it. It's terrible. Okay. You don't know that I designed this book cover. So then I go, okay, he's being honest. For me, I value honesty. 
even if it hurts my feelings, like maybe I think this is the most beautiful book cover ever. And uh, I spent 20 hours building, making it, and I thought it was amazing, right? So maybe that hurts me. So this is, this is helpful as well to you. So emotionally, I'm thinking, oh, man, I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate the honesty because it allows me to really now look at it and be like, you know what? Maybe it could be better, maybe not. But what I could also do is I, after that, I can then say, oh, well, you know, I designed this and this is my design and stuff like that. So then my question, what would you say or do after you learn that I designed it? Are you an individual that would then say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's actually, you know, it's pretty decent or it's just that. Many people do that. And what I'm going to let you know is that is a mistake. The reason why it's a mistake is because someone like myself who appreciates honesty, appreciates um, criticism and your truth as you experience it, right? Would immediately now believe that you are someone who will flip-flop what you believe or say based on the current situation and circumstances in the moment and based on what the opposing person says, which now means you do not share your opinion. You share the opinion of what other people believe to be the right thing to think in that moment or time. So you've now shared with me more information about who you are as an individual and how you make decisions that you may be completely unaware of. So Think about that. So I want you to digest that because that's a very important point. A lot of people make the mistake of thinking that because things don't look poor right now or things don't look badly right now or people agree with them or are happy with what they're saying or whatever, that that means, or don't say anything, means that they're in agreement with them. That also makes them think that most people are trying to get other people to like them and they think that the best, the the best way to get people to like them is to agree with whatever they think in that moment or time. But, and this ties into the fake it, you make it. So that's people faking it till they make it. But what I'm expressing is with social media, all this, the world you are experiencing is all inauthentic and fake. So the one thing that people aren't getting is the truth. Because no one wants to hear the truth because the truth means I have to improve. The truth means it's actually not everyone else's fault, it's my fault. And if it's my fault, then I'm responsible. And if I'm responsible, I have to do something about it. And I don't want to do the work. That's the truth. I'd much rather have other people do the work for me. And I can have them, I can make them do that if they're the if it's their fault and I can blame them and they're the reason why things aren't working. So um guys, we're rolling in on the hour. Instagram is gonna be cutting me off here in the next two minutes. Um Last questions, uh, questions came over on Instagram, uh, on my personal Instagram was, Jose asked, will you play against uh, Kansas City? We play them this weekend. I don't know if I'll play. Um, so we'll see. And uh, Jordan Alves asked, why do I play for what is my why? Um, and my why is to leverage soccer as a vehicle, to create a vehicle for those, for my family and friends and um, those in my community to create the life they want for themselves, their family, and their kids. So win-win, right? I believe you can get whatever you want in life if you help as many other people um, get what they want in life. And um, that's what perfect soccer is 
is helping us do. And that's why I work so hard at it and why I'm so willing to share the things that I've learned over the course of my 11 year career and have since the day I showed up. Um, but that's, there's 40 seconds left guys. Thanks for joining, man. Joining towards the end here. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Five here. Uh, you can watch the replay though. So, um, make sure you do that. Guys, uh, you know, I'll catch you here next week, next Thursday at 6 p.m. PST. So if you guys um going to join in, head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com. We've got our mentorship program that's live now. Um, join the list. Um, thanks so much for the support. Happy to, happy to speak with you guys, and I will see you here next week. Please be sure to share this show with uh, all the soccer lovers in your life. See you guys next week. Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.